part of me is just like, we should never make these a reasonable amount of time. Hey everyone, welcome to Spillin' TV, the podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Laurel. And uh, this time we are talking about the the hit Netflix series, Jenny and Georgia. <laughs> yeah. And I say that like fairly earnestly because it really was number one. It broke, re- like it was number one for a really long time. Really? Like, yeah, it was it came like, out like, didn't it come out like weird. near Bridgerton? Bridgerton making was that Christmas. Out? Oh, it was and Christmas. This was. came out uh, towards the end of February. Right. I have no idea what time it is anymore. I know. The only reason, the only reason that I know this came out the end of February is because I was literally looking it up today and Bridgerton came out on Christmas. So I just remember that. Okay. That makes sense. But this was number one for a really long time because I follow one of the people that was in it, but I followed her from something else. And she kept posting, like, number one, blah, blah, blah. But it was, like, number one for a long time. Like, the way that Tiger King was number one for a long time. The way that Queen's Gambit was number one for a long time. Like, it was number one for a long time. Huh. (laughs) That is interesting. Actually, that makes sense because... I mean, like, why else would I have watched it? Like, I'm, cu- I was curious about the show, but not for like positive reasons, like for, not for Queen's Gambit reasons, right? But for like, this is a mess, right? And that makes sense because you watched it, like, you watched it fairly recently, and yeah, I watched fairly it recently when it came out. Like, I watched it like that weekend that it came out. Yeah, I feel like I might have enjoyed it more if I'd watched it then yeah i so i've told like i've told you and i was like i said this how i i hate like spoilers and things Mm -hmm. and i do hate spoilers and things but i also like to form my own opinions before they're like like whatever like messed up by other people's like thoughts and hot takes and things and it's like yeah i I'm an adult and have the ability to think for myself or whatever but you know sometimes you like hear something that's like super negative and you're like wow now I'm looking for this you know thing Mm -hmm. or like I'm aware of something now that has kind of colored the way I'm going to see this so I do like to watch things like very early on before like when they come out and like stay off of like social media and stuff so that I don't see things about it just so that I can fully form my own thoughts and I was able to like do that with this that makes sense. Yeah, I watched it fairly recently, and I didn't even finish it. I will say that um, I couldn't. How far did you get? Do you know? I couldn't. Like, three episodes. And then I read <laughs> about it. I was like, you know, I just have to, like, read about this show because I can't take it. I think, though, I will go back and watch it, though. Because like, the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, I need to actually see this through. See it play out. I just... <sighs> I just have to know. It's like what I felt watching the one or any Netflix show lately that I've just been watching where I'm just like, I have to finish. <laughs> I have to finish. <laughs> like, I'm not even enjoying it, but I have to finish it. I do. I know. I really do get that. And because oh, that, okay. This is, again, this is obviously not Jenny and Georgia, but I was, wa- I watched Behind Her Eyes. Did you watch Okay, that? yes. That's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> No, that shit was crazy. <laughs> but I didn't enjoy my, like, 
My it time, was the terrible. first three episodes were so slow. I got nothing except it's like terrible. It's really it didn't need to be six. It could have been condensed. It was only and six episodes. It was only six episodes, Damn. which is why I finished it. It felt so long. It's like I watched three very passively because I was like, I'm not invested in any of this. And then I was like, okay, well, two weeks later, I'm going to watch the next three. And like the last episode is the best one. The last like one and a half or like. Yeah, but I don't know. Like that show feels so weird like the it's just a little bit too random like I don't know how exactly this happened or what like the whole circumstance of it is like this is so strange but also like why would you none of it made sense like none of it made sense and also like the guy who plays like the doctor dude or whatever is so unlikable that I still at the end was like I don't know I feel like you might have something to because he's just like dumb and gross it was it was just messed up and then like the end was like also like messed up like that poor kid yeah that was yeah that was very scary like very sad she could have left the kid with with dad because like what's gonna happen to him right no i didn't like that yeah honestly the fact that rob like a white man stealing a black woman's body like it wasn't even worth it like this was not worth it dude people are racist you've never experienced it and now you're about to the worst way (laughs) like (laughs) you've gone from like 100 to zero and for a white man like white men Mm. will do anything for each other they really will because he's <laughs> signing up for a sad life. I guess he would just like ditch her body too. I guess. It was really weird how that all worked yeah. out. But also like Louise, the warnings were there. There were so many. I, the, when she ran into you, that was weird. Again, I would be weirded out by that too. Like If I just met someone's wife like that. No. And then she pulls out like a flip phone. No, I don't trust that. Or is doing some like our relationship is straight. Like I wouldn't even get invested. Like I wouldn't have cared. I'm like okay, like absolutely that not. That sucks. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I don't want a part in this. Also, it's interesting that the the lady, his wife, or who he thinks is his wife, mm-hmm. is has that like same look as um. Have you seen Mr. Robot? No. Or just that like brunette like woman that's like scary and mm-hmm. evil in tv like they all have that same like very cold like sharp bone structure like mean eyes like really intense haircuts that are like super dark like um the one the lady who's the lead in that who plays rebecca is like the same kind of woman <laughs> from behind her eyes like just, just... brunette and i really think with this like blonde brunette discourse happening on tiktok that they probably do think it's like a significant character thing, but I'm like, just like a a white woman at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. But anyways, Ginny and Georgia. Okay, so Ginny and Georgia 
is a Netflix show that was created by Sarah Lambert, but like it was showrun by Deborah J. Fisher, who did work on Mary- Being Mary Jane, as well as Twisted. She did some other stuff, but Twisted came to mind because of it being like another teen show. Twisted. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, it was a show that had like Evan Forge, dude from Victoria's Beck was in there oh yeah and like kylie burnberry and then that girl was it the girl from like nine lives of boy thing i don't know some girl that was like white oh my god and it was like a free form show i remember that <laughs> wow nine lives of chloe king was also crazy yeah i miss tv when it used to be like that <laughs> it was like amazing it was an era. I feel like Netflix is kind of taking over that, like, freeform, like, when it was ABC Family still. I feel like mm. the type of TV they make, like, hits those emotional centers. Okay. But it's just, like, really absurd in Netflix shows. Like, it's taken it's to, like, like, a different level. That's, like, this doesn't even need to go here. Yeah, they just... It's just, like, they're always just want to go, like, a little too far. It's like, if you just rein it in, you know, really got down to the basics, this could be really solid. Yeah. And I think it's strange, and this is especially with Jenny and Georgia, but so many shows lately feel like, I don't know, like, they just feel recycled. Like, there's a formula, a script. Like, there's so many times I find myself, like, predicting the next line of dialogue, and that's, like, exactly what it is. Because it's, like, such a cliche, like, as soon as someone called her Virginia, I was like, it's Jenny. And that's like the first thing she says <laughs> in the show. And it's like, dude, you can't be setting up these shows to look so familiar that like, you know what's coming next. And then you can just like feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I neighbor, do. what the fuck is that? Like, people like him only exist on TV. Yes. Not in real life. Like, who was the real life boy who started that whole character trope of, like, guy who lives across the street that is, like, in my house? <laughs> <laughs> like, who did that? Um. <laughs> I don't understand what these people do, but every time someone enters a door, it happens, like, three times in once. But I think they're done. Um, but I do agree with uh, everything kind of becoming like a formula in a, in a sense. But like a lot of sh- lot a lot of shows. I want to say specifically the ones geared towards teens, like the the YA, because that's what they're calling them now. So the teen dramas or YA, whatever. I'm gonna call them teen dramas and whatever I feel like calling them. Mm-hmm. But they do seem to like fit into this kind of like formula in the way that rom-coms can kind of fit into a formula mm-hmm. and it's like because that was it what I love rom-coms and one of the things that I did find comforting about the rom-coms is that they do kind of fall into the formula where like you know stuff's gonna happen things are gonna tear them apart but at the end you know that they're gonna get back together yeah or end up together and like I found comfort in that but like I like that it's like a movie and it takes like 90 minutes and like we're good I don't necessarily want my TV shows to fall into these formulas because when I watch them, I'm looking for like a, you know, variety, you know, switching yeah. up or something. But 
And it also, I think, works for rom-coms because there are so many other movies for adults. Like, it's just, like, this one specific aspect of life. And it's, like, an idealized version of, like, this is, like, dating could be, like, so crazy, fun, and cool. But, like, for shows about teenagers, it's, like, this is a whole time of someone's life that you keep boiling down. Like, I just really don't think people should be speaking on things they don't quite understand. And I feel like it becomes more and more obvious that the people writing shows about teenagers, especially now with technology, like did not have that experience, have no clue like what it's like or what they're talking about. So it's just suspicious. Like Max, what is her deal? She just talked. (laughs) Was racist. Was like, oh, it's okay. I know better. But it's like, then why did you do it in the first place? Like, I know you're trying to make a point. And they're always trying to make a point about something. But it's like, they can't do that and still be the people they're making a point about in the show or they come off like insufferable and like inconsiderate really mm-hmm. um yeah so Ginny and Georgia if you don't know uh <laughs> is this Netflix series and it follows the the relationship between a mother and daughter daughter Jenny mother Georgia and um it basically just follows their life in this new town that they've moved to after the death of Georgia's um, husband. And then there's a kid, Austin, and I just feel like it's kind of disrespectful that he's left out the title and everything. Like, poor Austin. Yeah, it's like, uh, you are kind of just, he didn't actually have to exist. He didn't. Like, that's the thing. It was Jenny and Georgia, and then Austin was just there, and, like, being a little kid, and having little kid problems. And it's, like, hard to watch because I'm just, like, these two kids are informed by this woman's trauma. Like, all the little sayings. I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Stop. Your mom broke a kid's nose. Or, like, how do you do it? And then made it worse. In front of your eyes. This is not someone who should be a parent. No, I And then gaslit a kid and then lied to their mom. I'm not going to lie, though. That kid did deserve to get punched by another kid. Yes, by another kid, but not, like, with his mom being like, no. <laughs> you know what we learned in our home? Do it. And then and then the part of, like, lying, threatening, it's like, what did this kid learn from this experience? Nothing. Nothing. Um, yeah. And she, and, oh, no. Everything about <laughs> that show is just... It's frustrating. I think also because the dynamic between Jenny and Georgia is so concerning. It's it one. It is very much concerning. It's okay. So when I think of Jenny and Georgia, when I was watching it, have you seen Little Fires Everywhere? Okay. Yes. I also had that thought. <laughs> I was like, this feels like a weird, worse version. Like yes. Little Fires Everywhere. If like the white mom wrote Little Fires <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Like, that's exactly what it was. Like, it was very, there were so many parents, like, watching it, and I was like, this is, like, the same thing. It is. And it's, like, if you really, there's, like, even imagery that, like, looks the same, like, Pearl and Mia in the car, Ginny and Georgia in the car, like, there's imagery that looks the same. Ginny and Pearl are, like, the same person. They move to this new town. They befriend some white person. They sleep with their sibling. Same thing. Yep. 
Yes. That, no, it is little fires everywhere. It really just is little fires everywhere. It is. It's just worse. And, like, I love how they did the thing of, like, trying to make them relatable by having a car picnic and their Beamer, like, in day one. <laughs> and I was like, I know I'm supposed to, like, think, oh, how cute. But it's like, no, it's because, like, a child is raising these children. That's yeah. what's going on. And, like, her hair is, is that a wig? Or, like, extensions or a dye, yeah. Or, like, a dye job. It looks very, like, unreal. I don't actually know because I don't know that actress. Yeah, I've, like, also never seen her before. Yeah, so I don't actually know what the what the deal with her hair was. Dang. Like, that's just, just, like, a nitpick. But I was like, I don't think that's, can people say, like, be like that? And their eyebrows are just like dark brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's natural. But it was very much little fires everywhere. It was also it's like it wanted to be Gilmore Girls, except as a whole, it's not sweet enough or like towny enough. Like the other people in the town don't have as as much personality as the other people in like Gilmore Girls, because those people are just like characters and characters and people. Yeah. And, like, everyone, like, they've been in that town for so long in Gilmore Girls. Whereas this, like, you just moved here, and now you're, like, wine mom best friends with the lady across the street. Right. And, like, teaching her how to, like, trespass boundaries. Is it that easy for, like, adults to make friends? It actually might be. But don't they just, like, talk about, like, nothing? Like, my dad was, like, friends with our neighbor because, like, he talked about the lawn all the time. And I think like, that's literally all they would talk about, though. It's like the lawn. Hmm. I think adults just Maybe can so. can do that. I don't know. My mom only has like one friend, and they've been friends for at least thirty years. So I have no idea. True. Also, like Max and Marcus. Mm-hmm. How did your parents have you guys? <laughs> like you don't look anything like either of them. Not at all. At all. Not at all. Um, one of the things, so the mom, like their mom is Jocelyn from Shits Creek. And I noticed my roommate looked it up too. Like, like lady. there were, um, there were so many, like, for, I think, I think it was like when I saw her, I was like, oh, this show is filmed in Canada before, like, I knew it was filmed in Canada. But then I kept seeing other people from other Canadian things. And I was like, yeah, because like the mom was from Shits Creek, the dude at the coffee shop, Joe, was sad. I looked him up and I was like, wait a minute. And it said he was Canadian, and I'm like, this is a Canada TV show from Degrassi. He was, was so hot in the show, very beautiful. It was also in, um, he was like in like a couple episodes of Orphan Black, and it's like a lot of Degrassi people are in so many other things that are Canadian. I don't know, it's like they use the same people. Um, and then I saw someone out the, um, I don't know if you even got to this part, but Jenny's father, his father, I guess her sort of grandpa, but her dad's dad was definitely from Orphan Black. It was like, I just kept seeing familiar Canadian faces. And honestly, that kind of kept me going. I was like, oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah, that might from actually that one other thing. me going. Yeah, it's Jenny and Georgia. I, when the show started... I will say, I thought it was a parody for a second. 
even though I knew it wasn't, I was just like, something about this is just like fake. Like, I feel like maybe the joke is that we aren't getting that it's a joke. <laughs> like, maybe I'm missing something, or maybe like, it was like, it was so subtle that I almost didn't notice that, like, they're kidding. Like, this isn't, these aren't real people, and I'm not supposed to actually care about anything that's going on. But then they were okay. putting some serious things in there that I'm like, well, this isn't like the threat of police brutality moment, like, early on. Did not need that. Didn't need to see a cop driving up to be like, yeah, maybe the South is a little racist. And then her mom like made a joke about it. Like, mm-hmm. I-, I could use, I could be felt up. It's like, your daughter just experienced like deep fear. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll get felt up by a cop. And like this, <laughs> not, not that old. Yes, that. <laughs> like, that lady should not be your mom. <laughs> like and then like things like that are like another reason why it parallels the fires everywhere so much because race issues were such a big thing but they were handled so differently over there on hulu um -hmm. it felt nuanced over there here we're just doing everything here it's like kind of like quirky and fun like yeah and you didn't even get to witness the oppression olympics within the context of an episode did you see a video of it though i have seen that fight that they had i've seen that yeah and i read the transcript of it actually again (laughs) (laughs) and i was like wait on paper this is so much worse because what are you (laughs) saying and I didn't know at the time that they had gone on a date. I thought they were just friends when I first saw that clip out of context. Mm-hmm. So you obviously liked her at some point. You guys, well, she did. They, so I guess fair enough. Like they were together. Like oh, they were together at the time God. of that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you dating if that, that's a place you're willing to go <laughs> in a conflict? <laughs> Pounding he back really jerk said, chicken. That feels really niche too. Chicken. That feels a little it was, niche. It what? And um, is she Jamaican? Like, yeah, that's what I was like. Wait, but why jerk chicken? That was so. I was like, is she Jamaican? Maybe he's like deep in the culture or something. I don't know. It's like, like obviously, other people eat jerk chicken. I had some like the other day, but that's not. <laughs> Because, like, off the top. That's not the black, like, thing. Like, no one would just come up to me and ask me if I, like, pounded back jerk chicken. I know. And I feel like I've never... This could just be me, but pound back. (laughs) I've never seen you pound back, Like... So I guess your bars could use some more work, homie. Fam. (laughs) You can't say this. But do you know what made it worse? When I saw that the girl that plays Jenny helped with that scene. This is the same energy as Malcolm and Marie and Zendaya being like, no, I contributed. It's like, baby, you shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) Like, don't talk about it. This is like embarrassing and shameful. (laughs) That makes sense. Because I really just picture like... You know those, like, women that wear those, like, tan, like, wide-brim hats, like, white mm-hmm. jeans and, like, denim <laughs> flannels? I just picture her sitting at a coffee shop, like, writing the script for this show. <laughs> That's, like, so scary. <laughs> like, no. 
Like, it was yeah. the worst thing. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, it hurt. I'm like, and like, that's what it like takes you out of like literally everything. It's like, this cannot be real. Mm-hmm. This, this, this is SNL. Like, this is a skit. It's no yeah. way. It has to, and like the feminist, like, discourse within the show is so strange like it's very girl boss and I'm like this is not empowering like your mom being like I have you don't have power in these dynamics with the men you keep finding yourself in let me tell you you don't have power here this is not empowering to like get with like powerful men and kill them or whatever like this shouldn't be happening to you and it just makes me think of like there's this TikToker I follow and she's a sex worker. And I just like listen, like hearing her experience and like watching this show, I'm like, Georgia, I don't know what you're on, but it's not girl boss. Like it's not, your makeup is like a mat. What? Why are we having this conversation? It's, it is oh. very strange. Um, I will say I honestly was not mad. At the fate of that husband, though, I wasn't mad. Oh, I wasn't mad at all. No, he definitely should have. That's like very clever. Yeah, she was like, yeah, good job. Yeah, like I knew she killed him as soon as the show started because the funeral was like fake. And I was like, okay, yeah, she like did something (laughs) because everyone hates her. Yeah. But, and she was kind of like suspicious. Yeah, she was very suspicious. Georgia was very shifty. She seems nervous all the time, yeah. which I guess I would too. But if I like killed someone, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'd be a little scared. And then like her money problems, also bold to go to the store after you've just been like told your cards declined. Turn around and be like, "Oh, actually, these shoes, store credit. I want store credit for those." Like, and no one thought twice. Like, no one was like, "Oh, I saw you at the store." earlier you were you've never left what is this crazy yeah jenny and georgia was trying to tackle a whole bunch of issues um i will say though that i just for the clarification i'm being very critical but i did uh enjoy it no i actually kind of like jenny i I was like she's if it wasn't for her like the show would be unbearable though Jenny, I like I don't like like her, but she's like the best person to like learn about this place through. She, yeah, she seems right. generally inoffensive in terms of like the people around her. Like she's kind of like quiet. Yeah, like she does. Um, there is a turn. There is, yeah. There's a turn. Uh, she does become a different person. Uh is it like um, after she gets like confident or whatever? Um, like, yeah. Oh, that sucks. It's like, they're like, like a whole thing happens where she ends up going kind of viral because the dude sings a song about her and, it, and then she becomes like popular and it's like a whole thing. Oh my God. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> it's like a whole thing. And it's like the same way, again, little flowers everywhere, the same way that like, Pearl like shifted as a person and I basically hated Pearl by the end of it honestly she was really annoying at that point same thing with Jenny um she got very it's like 
she makes valid points and I will give her that but like some of the time she does make a valid point but then other times she definitely is just a teenager and so she's annoying by default of being like 16 or whatever she is like 16 yeah yeah okay that's the thing too so so she took his motorcycle and then kissed him from his GF but then when he comes into her room and is going to do the same thing, it's like a problem. It is a problem both times. But I was like, the writing of the show, like you can't have these two events happen within five minutes of each other and then like flip <laughs> the script where it's like, this was empowering for her, but like actually it's shitty if he does it. Because like, is that not the same energy as like what happened when she just like kissed him? But then they like hook up. That was too real. I feel like that was... I was actually like, this is too, this is actually not what I was looking for when I said sexy <laughs> should be. Like, I wasn't, I don't actually want him at all <laughs> because this is like awkward as fuck. It made me so it was, sad. It was so awkward. It was, was like, mm. like, and then I was like, did anyone, was there a conversation had at any point? No. In this, which like made it even harder to watch. So I'm like, ugh. It was like that is it was, not it hurt. Fun. Yeah, it caused physical pain. Yeah. Um, and then we see, like, you see that she like self harms at some point. Yeah. We don't really deal with that ever. Okay, so she just like does it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, I don't think the show could even really successfully deal with it because I, the writers just don't understand Ginny, so like the experience of someone like Ginny. Like they can't actually, cause that moment like with Marcus, that was like awkward, but you could tell that it's like, Oh, like the writer knows where this is coming from. Like there was like a real, there's a real empathy there for like what that experience is. Cause you can like feel it. Everything else mm-hmm. though, is just like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, is not making very much sense and a lot of things like a lot of these situations where you're imagining racism like, it doesn't happen like that like it's you're, it's just not quite I don't know it was just like you needed a person who's probably had a white mom a white younger brother no dad and like a lot of white step parents write this show because they can and then who moved to like the most affluent county I guess in the state mm-hmm. or the US or whatever they like, mm-hmm. need to talk about that more or they need to know like what that is like before you just yeah. do it it's like this okay so remember the tiny pretty things and they gave the dude like the eating disorder and then they never really dealt with that Stop yeah. just doing stuff and not dealing with it because, like, those things are, like, very serious issues. Yeah, like, and I think that, like, they use it, I think, to communicate something. But it's, like, there's other ways to communicate that. And, like, I feel like if you truly knew, like, what exactly was going into it, like, you would have other ways to portray it, and not just, like, the way most people might realize 
things are going wrong, at least in terms of like self-harm. It's like, there's other ways to show that like things aren't as easy for Ginny without showing that, especially Mm -hmm. if you don't want to have a conversation about it. And it's like, someone saw, like Marcus sees it at some point, but then it, it happens like so close to the end that really nothing comes of it. And then like, the one there's the the girl like the small friend i don't know abby i think her name is um like the, the rude one list yeah the rude one yeah i don't know what her problem is but i was like oh you're 15 so her parents are getting divorced yeah okay you know what but then, like also she has like deeper issues mm-hmm. with her body like she literally like i don't know if it was i thought like it was duct tape unless it was saran wrap like her like thighs before she put pants on we don't deal with it (laughs) i wonder if like shows i feel like though if you are gonna deal with like why jenny harms herself or why this girlfriend needs to duct tape her wet you have to have like a greater conversation about the world we live in and yeah, a greater conversation than pounding my like, church. No again. one, yeah, and like no one wants to actually talk about it because, like, why would you actually say like, okay, this is why this is happening? Like, that's depressing, not entertaining, and you can't feel like you did something by watching a show where it's like there was racism, but in the end, like, it's not so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty lifelong. Yeah. And also the fact that Judy's mom is how I knew she shouldn't have ever had a black child. She threatened Joe to get a job she does not deserve. She threatened a a brown man in the probably white-ass neighborhood trying to give some kids college credit. You're going to call, like, the department? Like, her use (laughs) of, like... Are you so white woman power? Exactly. Like she's so comfortable with white woman power and then like projects that onto Ginny. When it's like she is not having this experience. She is not you. Like she will she's actually like the furthest removed from you of like any kid. You're more connected to your son, mm-hmm. who you're teaching to be an absolute sociopath, by the way, than you are your daughter. Like, she isn't you. Like, these things about boys, it's like, that could have been an interesting conversation, like, how they talk about, like, that aspect of their lives, like, romance, and, like, showing, like, how their lives are, like, parallel or whatever, and Mm -hmm. exploring that could have been cool, I guess, but we'll never know because the writers don't actually know, like, what exactly the issue is. Like, they know that there is an issue. They're just like, "Mm, I guess it happens like this, and it's like, no. Some girl Max isn't gonna, like, come into your life and just start talking and being like is it like when white people touch black people's hair anyways <laughs> i'm gay <laughs> like, okay that yeah, was that was max yep i almost couldn't even tell if they were actually going to be friends because like it was so quick and random yeah, like, why did she... And, like, the fact that she decided that she loved Ginny after Ginny rightfully was like, I'm being targeted, probably because of my race, by this white man. 
And this girl's like, oh my God, icon moment. Um, I need to go to the bathroom. Like that was your follow-up. And now Ginny's like your favorite person ever. It's like, she's not a pet, dude. It's like weird. It was weird. It, so yes, weird. It was weird to the point that I thought they were we were going to go in like a disingenuous way, you know? Where it's like... I thought she was setting her up. Like, especially yeah. the date thing. I'm like, oh, this is a setup. Nope. Genuinely meant it. Yeah, it did. It definitely felt like it could have taken like that, you know, like turn where it's like, oh yeah, I'm befriending this girl, but I'm setting her up for failure. I'm I'm going to set her up somehow, you know? And then it wasn't that like Max genuinely really did like Jenny and like they really did just become fast friends like that. Which, I mean, it's nice, you yeah. know, nice to make a friend, but it felt kind of weird. Like, Max was yeah. just, like, a lot as a person. A lot. Like, someone who I'm honestly surprised you have a twin brother. Because it doesn't seem like that's the way you would be as a person. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a sibling, especially a twin. Or, like, a deaf father. Mm-hmm. I also, like, wonder, like, what their connections are to the deaf community. Like, it was, like, kind of thrown in and, like, mentioned. And they signed, which was, like, kind of cool. I was like, that's, like, actually pretty tight. Yeah, but, I'm, like, I this family has like literally that. everything going on. Like, what isn't <laughs> happening to this family right now? Like, what is not happening with you guys? But yeah, also I was just like, this is so weird. Like, why is your husband deaf? Like, or why, not even why, but like, how did this happen? Like, this is very, almost unlikely, it seems, this whole story. I don't know. So I can't I imagine liked... any of the characters actually ending up in the same place. Yeah, I understand. Like this. It, it was really weird. Uh, like, like, random. But I did like that it was just a part of like life and the story and like that we there was no backstory it's like this is my husband my husband is deaf we signed i like yeah. the normalcy of it and like literally no questions asked like i just i like that it just the the goal was for it to be just normal this is a family this is their lives yeah blah, it was blah. like a sweet family um Masters like a lot as a person. And there the thing is that though, there are people that are just a lot. Yeah, but are they a lot like like that in that specific way? Like I think like the because... words she was saying, I was like, this is a crazy order of words. Like I know all <laughs> the words you're saying and what they mean, but like why would you put it in this order? Yeah, specifically? she was a character. Like she was a lot. She was dramatic and she was a character. All at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it definitely it it added to the this air of how seriously are we supposed to take the content? Yeah. It, because it, on some level, some of the characters like don't feel like human. Like. Yeah, which is kind of hard too when, like the main characters sometimes like don't even feel like people especially georgia i'm like yeah she has a backstory but 
a lot of events like aren't making sense to me and a lot of her choices don't make sense to me at all like she's just like so I don't know what I'm supposed to feel about Georgia I understand that we did throughout that we did get a, a whole lot more of like Georgia backstory yeah and um like we see like so much some of it still is kind of like trying to like comprehend the order of events and like how that like unfolded is like, yeah like, I think that's more think like about. where I was tripping up because like even when she first came out I was like so was she like 14 I like think so because like, she had like, she was like Jenny, which was 15 young. right like she was like super young and like her life like her life was like bad yeah like yeah. it was just bad like every single circumstance she ended up in was bad basically yeah that was what it that was hard where i was just like dang there's like so many shows lately where you just like look at it and these aren't real people but you just know that people like this do exist like these things have mm-hmm. happened to people and it's mm-hmm. like you have a ton of trauma and now you're raising kids. So not only are you going to teach them, or not even teach them, like, trauma, but, like, you will make choices from that place. And, like, that will kind of inform, like, how you move through life, which we see because she's, like, not really a good mother at all. Um, but now you also have, like, a child that is half black. And, like, if this, this child's going to grow up, like, what kind of kids... What kind of life is Ginny going to lead? Like, is she ever going to find, will she ever be free of, like, the shackles of white supremacy when, like, that's her family and, like, the whole world? And, like, when that girl came up to her and was talking about, like, the field hockey team, she's like, mm-hmm. we don't do oh, cuts. Yeah, yeah. And then Ginny's like, I'm bad at sports. I was like, that's why she said that they don't do cuts. <laughs> and then she was like, I also do, like, um, leadership. And Jenny was just like, okay. I'm like, this is a chance for you mm-hmm. to be happy because these girlies don't even like you. They want to say man. They want to yeah. say their little clique, the little girl group. And I actually don't know why any of that friend group is friends. Like, the guys are like the band that they're in. Like, who are these people? And then, like, yes. she said something so insightful about A Star is Born. They're like, <laughs> I remember the first time I was high. It's like, no, this is like actually <laughs> a good thing to say. Like, this makes sense. And you guys are going to like laugh it off. I do like sometimes like how, at least in the beginning, Jenny is so, you can see so clearly that she does think it's really weird what's happening around her. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. Cause I'm like, yeah, it is. So I'm glad at least we're on the same page that like, this is crazy. Yeah, and then and then it didn't. They became Mang. They threw the G on at the end, and um, she bought into everything. She was, was with the dude Hunter, who did way too many grand, like grand gestures for me. He made me really uncomfortable because he literally like sang a song to her like battle of the bands. It made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, he did a whole tap Hunter's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> whole tap dance routine for her at school for her birthday it's embarrassing. Like, yeah it was humiliating like I would have been humiliated she ate it up 
and like that just doesn't feel like the Jenny that we were introduced to. I don't think that no. that Jenny, yeah. no, that Jenny would not have liked this. She like wanted to be like a normal, regular, like never seen girl. Like she moved like Bella does at the beginning of Twilight, which is just like <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like regular. And some girls they wear shorts, I wear flannel. And I was like, okay, like I. <laughs> It's just so hard to defend the politics of this show, like, not to, like, make it political, but just thinking of, like, what is the message? Like, if I'm a young girl watching this, what exactly is my takeaway? Because, like, they kind of do set up girls like Georgia to be villainized because they're kind of, like, the anti-Jenny. But then Georgia is Jenny's mom. Mm -hmm. And also, does she want to be more like them or not at all? And also, why is she reading Jack Kerouac? No one should be like if you're gonna talk about racism in your literature, why are you reading Jack Kerouac, girl? He is those men. You shouldn't really have a point. Like, I'm worried about my education. Reads like colonizer books of like men who literally are, like the wild. Like you, you can't be free of that. Yeah, I don't. I like when we bring it up. I don't know what the messaging is, right? Because so we have Jenny gone this journey um, where she kind of like does come into her own, except like not really. And the, 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 the trauma of her mother is like obviously greatly affecting her. And like she uncovers like a bunch of secrets and then like everything like really goes left. And then you look at the other like young girls in the show where you have Abby who has the like, the body issues and the parents are getting divorced and we don't talk about it abby's just super sad and almost no one even knows abby did slap jenny though in an episode and honestly i was kind of happy about it um but then it devolved into madness where like they all just ended up slapping themselves wait yeah so like abby slaps jenny she kind of deserved it then abby slaps abby and then Max slaps herself, and then Nora's like, nah. Weird. Weird. And then it's Nora's kind of the worst. Mm. It actually makes sense that Abby would have body issues, because they did just, they would stand in the mirror and be like, collarbones are so sexy. And I was like... Is this Mean Girls? <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm also like, this is like thin spell language. Like, why are you... You're just gonna like throw it in. I still can't get over, like, do you want contour? Just kidding. You're too dark. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other girl's like, yeah, I'm, like, so white. Like, if a ghost and, like, vanilla ice cream had a baby or whatever. It's like, whoa. That's crazy. The dialogue. Do white people, like, really talk about their skin like that? Like, I'm black, but I've never been, like, pulling these comparisons, like... No, I'm black if, like, the way Usain Bolt and, like, a penny were to be, like, mixed. Like, that's the color I am. Like, what? <laughs> I couldn't even come up with, like, a good one. <laughs> it's so weird. It's just so, so weird. It is weird. Um, we, as far as measuring goes, we get to see Max, like love we get like 
in terms of like uh, like a love story we get like a fairly decent max love story where she likes this girl but then the girl doesn't is not gay so that does not work out but then of course she walks into after a distressing event she ends up walking and seeing the girl sophie that they saw in the bathroom that same day after the whole white ghost oh the senior yeah yeah Um, max has a love story with her and it actually was really cute max kind of messed it up but then like she fixed it later Uh, but then like it it ends (laughs) um i can't imagine dating a sophomore if i was a senior in high school like because i was 18 these people uh are like turning 16 i would give me the ick i think it's illegal actually i think it'd be a crime in some areas, for me to date a sophomore as a senior. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it Everyone was looks a sweet, like 30, so. Like things okay. okay, okay, yes. But it was, okay, so it was a sweet thing. I did like that love story. I didn't really like, I didn't love that it had to end the way that it ended, just because like, after a certain point, like, you start to actually care about Max. Um, like, after That's... you just watch something so long, I'm like, oh yeah, I care now. Yeah. Um. So it kind of made me sad that she was, you know, sad and heartbroken. But there's still, like, this this level of, like, disbelief in, in some of it. But, like, I don't know. But, yes, the people do look old. And that was something I wanted to say. Because, so I see uh, the, the, the woman that plays Sophie Sanchez. Her name is Umberly Gonzalez. And she was in this other show, Utopia Falls. But then she was also in this other show, In the Dark, where she was an adult. In Utopia Falls, she was, like... I don't know, like 16 or something. Mm. But then in... The Wait, Hero, are you talking about... Is that the one where they dance? Yeah, and like singing and stuff. Okay, because I started that. I And I need to finish it. My friends wouldn't watch it because I kind of love Oh, I love Utopia Falls. It was... It's like I, everything I kind of want. Kids find hip-hop. Like yeah. white kids finding hip-hop is kind of iconic. Well, you should actually finish that. Like that I'm was going good. To. <laughs> that like, was good. She was in that. <laughs> Okay, I did. I saw her face and I was like, wait a minute. I know that face. I couldn't place why. Yes, so she was in that um, when she was like 16 there and then she was like an adult and something that I watched. And then like all, <laughs> and then I know that I think she's like 27 in real life. Like I think that I know that. Or she's almost 28. I don't know. But I was like, and I'm supposed to believe that you're the 8, 17, 18. Like I'm supposed to believe that right now. Yeah. Jenny and, is like 23 in real life, I think. Yeah, but, like, I buy, I, I could buy her being, like, younger. I can, too. I'm just, like, so surprised. I was, like, I don't look like that. I'm 23. Like, what am I doing different? <laughs> like, how are you, like, a child still? But then, like, once I knew, I was, like, mm, you can kind of see it in her face. Like, she is an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, the way she carries herself is, like, mm, not quite, right. like, teenage. But that Claire. dude, Marcus, I'm not buying it. The guy across the street? I'm no, not he's not 16 years old. <laughs> I'm it's like, not sorry. It. But I also don't... Wait. Jenny, you don't have your license. How do you know how to drive a motorcycle? That was kind of weird. But, like, her mom was, like, in a motorcycle gang, so she probably taught her. But why would she... Okay, actually, she would teach her. It's, so it's never Georgia. Mind. I know. I was like, <laughs> why would a mom do that? Because she would. Yeah, no, he... But he's 22 in real life. He's only 22? Yeah. Well, sometimes, you Still know. pretty young. But then again, I was like, there's... 
seriously, 22-year-olds, he looks really young, I guess. But he also kind of acts really young. Like, I can't imagine him, like, being able to drink <laughs> anywhere. Well, the thing... What came first? This? Okay, so I also watch Zoe's Infinite... No, that's Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I watch Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Mm-hmm. And he is, like, on there as her neighbor. And he's, like, still, like, young, but, like, he's 20-something in in that. And he's, like, he's probably, like, 20. I would say on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, I would say that he's, like, 22, 23. Mm, okay, that makes sense. And so, like, I but I think that's where I saw him first. So I was, like, this is who you are. This makes sense for, like, the age. And then I'm, like, over here, I'm, like, it's not really... Not I'm not getting 16. Yeah, none of them really gave anything at all, like, what they were supposed to. I was like, I think um, something, I feel like I just found the words to describe, like, what it is. I feel like the people that wrote the show, I feel like there was, like, not confidence in the show, so it's kind of like when someone does care about something, but they play it, like, as a joke, where they're like, oh, no, like, I'm not being that serious. And then I also feel like they don't trust the audience like pick up what they're putting down so when like max's mom brings up the fact that she's gay and then it's just like oh but like oops sorry it's like oh my husband and i are good with it i'm like why would you say that if you were like that's <laughs> such a weird thing to throw in like i assumed you were okay and now i'm wondering why it was such an awkward like yeah my husband and i are good with it um i was like what okay like was her follow-up question going to be like, and are you guys homophobes? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> so you, like they answered, they keep answering questions that like no one asked and that no one well, probably would ask. Okay. Like at least next where I was like, I feel like you're a little nervous about what's happening. Cause you're like saying things like that didn't need to be said, but now that you said it, I'm like, huh, what are your thoughts on this? Not, it did not need to be said, but at the same time, I actually can imagine like someone being like yeah yeah my daughter's gay and then like in this random like I don't I guess they live in like pretty progressive area I would say but like I don't actually think it's that wild for someone to be like oh and how do you feel about that you know after someone says That's yeah my true. kid's gay like I, that does that actually doesn't seem that far-fetched and yeah, for them I to just be tired world, of really. the follow-up mm. and so they're just like yeah we're good with it please don't pry into the lives of like, that's my true i guess i've never been like the parent of a gay child so i haven't had these conversations and i also feel like yeah i'm a little bit out of touch with like even that whole generation because it was probably such a different conversation when they were young mm-hmm. yeah and yeah i can imagine like some older people just being like oh no i'm so sorry you know like yeah i can imagine it <laughs> so crazy <laughs> Like, and how are you guys doing? Like, oh, fine. It's like, how are you coping with that? You know, I can see it. I think I've seen it in something else, which is why it makes so much sense. I just feel like, yeah, I've seen these conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, like, I do something I did laugh at that I felt bad is when they walk past that girl and her friends like, "You're the worst lesbian." I don't know why it did feel like something that I would like just hear. <laughs> Like high school kids say about someone, like, no, we like are not homophobic, but like that is the worst lesbian. 
at our school. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. what does that even mean? <laughs> like, yeah, some parts of it felt like so true. Where I'm just like, these are high school kids. Right. Like, they're a mess. And then other parts were just like, huh. Yeah, like some of it really, like some of it felt grounded in in some like truth. But then there's just, it was like this film of like, a certain level of disbelief, like, I don't remember if we talked, did you used to watch, like, scripted MTV television at any point? Um, like, Awkward and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything on MTV had this certain, like, film over it that, like, made it absurd. Like, yeah, still it's like, enjoyable all the like, universe, but not like, this still, one. still, you know, like, liked it and all the other stuff, but it was there was just this level of like absurdity in this film over it and like that's kind of what this is like giving as well is where it's like yeah we're grounded in some like truth and like there is some heart here but then there's just something like glossed over on top of this that is just making it kind of weird yeah I think it's like I've been thinking about the Netflixification of television and Mm -hmm. media in general because there is like something about it where it's like MTV had that, but still, like on MTV, it feels a little bit more like almost like an artistic choice that someone was like, "I'm going to write a show like this mm-hmm. that is like kind of absurd, but like, but we're gonna put it in high school, like fuck it, like it's not supposed to make sense." Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like these, like at least on Netflix, these shows like want to be something mm-hmm. serious, but they're not, and I. Every day I'm like, are they in on the joke? Are we missing the joke? Are we the joke? Like, for watching? <laughs> like, is that the joke? Because I, I would believe you if you're like, no, the gag is you shouldn't be watching these things. Because they consistently right. go viral. And I feel like the choices we're making now about the kind of stuff we're willing to consume mm-hmm. and the way like we love watching things that are bad... It's just setting us down a path where, like, we're not going to get good content. It's going to be actual quality. Like, we're, I still want to watch good TV. I actually yeah. only want to watch good TV. Like, we settle for this because it's, like, ridiculous. But I don't know if I would, like, want... It's almost demoralizing when I know every time a Netflix show drops, it's likely going to be, like, <laughs> kind of shit. Actually. Like, yeah. bingeable... Mm-hmm. like comfortable but also like bad to the point where like, I'm just bored like because they might they're all like different technically but they're all bad in the same way I see what you're saying I think but... also like the people that are in charge or like the people who write the, like the most stories are like their perspective is so tired like mm-hmm. we need different like voices right like we've heard it all from high school because what is this show <laughs> Like but we've done it all. I like wonder what made this specific show be as like viral like as it is because it's not like the other ones. Like it's not it's not like the other shows that I listed that were number one for so long. It's not like the other Netflix show. It's not it's not tiny pretty things. It it doesn't feel like that. No. It's it's not these other things, so like I think it's just because of 
it's like a post-2020, I think, thing. Like, why would a white person actually still do this and write this show? And, like, what did they expect when writing this show? Like, it's just the most, like, of course this show would come from, like, a white woman about this topic. And it would be, like, shitty like that. And now it's, like, almost... I feel like you almost have to watch it because you can't believe it. Mm-hmm. like it just can't be real and then it is like worse than what you thought it was going to be I don't know because sometimes I feel like I'm just like punishing myself sometimes when I like just watch some of these things knowing like what it will be like but you kind of have to because it's like a cultural moment mm-hmm. and I think also Taylor Swift didn't she like get mad about it oh yeah uh in maybe the last or like second to last episode there was a joke something you go I think Jen, it was Jenny said it to Georgia, and I think that it was you go through men faster than Taylor Swift or like something along. It was that messaging of her going through men faster. The messaging was Taylor Swift goes through a bunch of men quickly, uh, and that was a joke. And yeah, I was like, I think the joke was probably like this, this era of time. Like people it, don't talk about her the same way now. Like people have definitely just like kind of forgotten. Like it's. Could have just stayed a stupid joke in a show. Like, so when I heard the joke, I was like, this feels out of place. Because. It's who, actually not even like, a reference they would get. Like, who still make like, first off, who still makes Taylor Swift jokes about her dating men like that? Yeah. Um, mo- like, like, who still talks about Taylor Swift's dating history in a joke? also making a joke about the amount of like men like a woman has been with again out of place for it feels like out of place for this specific show no literally because like what's georgia's whole deal and she'd be like you go through men faster than georgia (laughs) if that's like where you're going with that it feels like out of it felt out of place culturally like in this moment it's 20 2021 that is that's like a 2012 joke maybe like no literally like jenny would have been so like what five she wouldn't even understand the culture none of them should understand like what the world was like for that joke to even make sense to them like there is there has to be something like they could have made a joke about like dating tv shows like Like, are you the one like there's people that date like crazy in those sh- Vanderpump Rules might have been a better one. You could talk about Sheena, who her whole brand was being boy crazy. Like you brought it up episode one, so they obviously watched it. It's just like it's I just hate that I've also a... watched Vanderpump Rules though. <laughs> like I hate it. Like I when they brought up Jax, I knew I was like, wait a minute. It's like Vanderpump Rules. And I was like, damn it. I do love that show. I do. It's just like it just felt out of place, and I was like. And when I heard it, I was like, mm, something's going to come from this. Um, and then it did. And I was like... I did not have to write that. That also made it they, clear to me. I was like, Taylor Swift... First of all, you definitely have bigger issues. Yeah. Also, like... I don't like you. That's I. Oh, that's the thing, too. Like, I think not liking Taylor Swift kind of clouded my judgment. Like, I do agree that joke is, like, fucked up. But Taylor, like, for someone who, like, doesn't speak on anything important, like, this... After the year we just had, 
cannot be the reason you come out and start tweeting. Like, this can't be it. Like, no one watching it thought it was okay, obviously. Like, you don't have to come and, like, act like you're taking your power back. Everyone already agreed it was a dumb joke. And then, like, to be silent as people go attack non-white women. Yeah. And then to be like, well, I said my thing. Malicious. Taylor Swift is, like, a very strange person. Yeah. Um, I will say... I am a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> to I would like to to clarify that I said fan. I am not a, a stan. I am not yeah. a self-identified Swifty either. Um, but I do genuinely love Taylor Swift music, and I have for like a long time. Yeah, her music but, is like fine and offensive. It's like cute. Like I can still bop to some of her songs. Like the person that she is, I'm just like. Mm-mm. But no. Um, so yeah, no, I don't think that she should have said anything. Yeah. I do. Plus, under- she's like, rich. Yeah, yeah. The thing that she said, though, like the thing that she said, nothing wrong with it. Is purely the fact that she broke. She said this thing, and then didn't said nothing to stop the uh, the hate that was coming after. Because like the thing that Taylor Swift said was like calling out Netflix as the entity for allowing it to like be a thing because like they had a whole documentary on there that was so all personal or whatever and then that it, was like, also like a really weird thing where it's just like netflix is a distributor like they've done a lot of contradictory things on that platform so like having your documentary on there and a joke about you in a show this probably isn't the only show with like that exact joke about you in there either it's probably not it just i don't know like it was really weird the whole thing about it like it was weird to make the joke it was weird that she called the joke out because it's like this is a very like innocuous random netflix series yeah Um, it's not like i don't know like someone important said it you know Mm -hmm. and like Yeah, like, no one important said anything, really. Like, and no one was even like, this is some brilliant TV, and I agree with every word uttered. Like, like <laughs> no one was saying that in the first place. No, the dialogue is very questionable. Um, but yeah, it was, like, a, it was like a whole weird thing. And then it was really bad, because, like, Swifties are... Are insane. Monsters. But so are, like, they are, as are all stands. For yeah. whoever they stand for, it's really it's a it's a really weird culture. It's actually like a, a concern. I think it actually needs to be addressed it, soon. It's like because it's scary. You can't have people connecting to people that aren't really real like that. Like you don't know ultimately that like you don't know, and they don't know you. Cause I was yeah. thinking about that. Like I, like they don't know you at all. Uh, and like you have no bearing on their life except for like monetarily right so like please don't go like harass someone over a millionaire like she's fine she probably forgot it's it's just so it's such a culture and like these people will say like the the worst stuff and like swifties the barbs someone's fans were just coming at someone else the other day and i can't figure out whose fans it was i don't know like 
Cardi B stands or some of the rap girl stands were like humming at do you know Chica? No, I don't. Um, she's a, a rapper, a little more underrated. She was nominated for like best new artist at the Grammys or whatever. Oh damn. But they were coming at her telling her to end her life. What? Because she said something about uh I think the the moral of what she was saying was like the like current rap girls are just remaking the same song over and over again. True. The still fans good. were upset. Yeah. I mean it's still great, but like the fans were upset. They were calling for an end to her life. And like It's not funny. Just like wild. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm just laughing because it, you don't even care. Like you're not gonna care in a year. Like I know you're not gonna care in a year about this song. You, next week you're gonna care next week. Like it's okay. It's fine. That's yeah, so it's funny. Just... Like no, people are insane online. Yeah. So insane. Especially because it's just like you don't even know like all the facts about like anything you're talking about. And all you're doing is making these people more money. Like a lot more money. It's just like talking about them. It's just like really wild and the dedication is unbelievable. Um also horrifying. Cause like what if you like put that energy into like something else? No, really like literally anything else. I used to stand people, but then it was like, this is so, I didn't even really stand. It's just like, it's so unfulfilling. Like, you just buy stuff. And I guess I never, I was like too cheap to fully do it. It's like, I never wanted to buy <laughs> merch or anything. I was like, I'm not paying for someone who's like never going to give me anything back. Like, I, no. But it is like really interesting to see that happen to people. Yeah. I no, I've never been like a self-identified like stan. It's definitely not like any people that are real. And I say this like I don't know to to people. I'm like no, I don't put my investments into real people that are strangers. No. I put them into fictional characters and television shows. Yeah, I can't let you down because um, they're perfect. They're not real. It was like I I do like own merch. Like anytime I would go to a show, I would like buy merch. Like as like a souvenir of like a thing that I did so like I have like I have Taylor Swift merch I have Beyonce merch I have like whoever right. else like I've been to like I have the things I do want but some. like the tv shows like television is it's television shows are the things that I got super into like in, in an almost weird way you know but never real people like I was never yeah. a correctioner I wasn't, I wasn't shipping the boys together. I <laughs> wasn't involved in any of that. And I can say that, but so I don't get it. Yeah. That's so weird. Oh my gosh. Stan culture. I could talk about it forever, but we're here to talk about Ginny and Georgia. Sorry yes, for that Ginny off and topic Georgia. combo. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really, tangent. I know. I, oh my God, my parents are calling me. I feel like I've, exhausted like every conversation point about these kinds of shows with like people already where I'm like I don't even know 
if what I think is like an original is how like everyone already feels that way and like I just have no new takes because it's like always the same for me like it boils down to always the same shit like who made this happen and why how did it get this far yeah so the Sarah Lambert like I looked up I looked her up obviously and she only had like one other like writing credit actually it was like one other the other that this no this might have been her only writing credit and the other credit i think was like an acting credit nepotism i'm gonna i don't know it's possible i'm gonna click her thing again yeah i think i might look into it because it feels like yeah so her only credit like her credit was an acting credit on something called haze i don't know if that's actually a real thing and then her writer and producer credit are both from Ginny and Georgia. Okay, I can almost excuse what I saw then. Because <laughs> I guess a random just wrote it and produced it. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, that this is, is the first troubling. That's troubling. But I mean, like, like I the hope first thing. I almost like don't want to say never do it again, but I do because you had a chance most people won't ever have, and it's done. Like this cannot be it. This should have been like a senior project in high school, yeah. and you go from like where do you build from here? If this is like your biggest career move, just... like you can only go down. Can't you go, like, down in notoriety or down in quality? Like, all of it. Because, like, Ginny and Georgia is, like, such a splash. I also wonder if, like, this show even has longevity like that. Like, are the fans, like, really going to stick around for season two? Like, I'm thinking about Bridgerton, and it's like, is it even actually going to have that much hype when we can go outside again? (laughs) Like, I feel like we're watching a lot of shows now just because we can't do anything else. Yeah, okay, I do I yes, so Ginny and Georgia, I don't know, like I feel like I'm not gonna lie though, if there's a season 2 I will watch it, I'm just gonna be 100% honest, I I will um, I will be that person (laughs) will other people be those people? I don't know but like definitely with Bridgerton I thought it was so random the way that it took off. The way that it took off. Like, I didn't know that there was a market for that. No, it is really random. And it's, like, pretty... Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking about how that girl in the show who wanted to be, like, the S in man, which would have been cool, would have been man's, that could have been the name of the group. I was like, oh, man. Um, was like, I'm going to marry a black man and have the cutest mixed babies. And I'm thinking about like, the Duke and Daphne again. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm liking what I saw and what I experienced with the crowd. Okay. Yeah, British is like not... Like, if you think about it too hard, it's like not good. But you can't think about it. Unrelated. Did you like Bridgerton? I did. I watched it the first time like so quickly, like back to back to back every single episode because like just one of those days where I was like, I have nothing better going on. Like I don't have to wake up early tomorrow. I'm finishing the entire thing, so I did, which is what I did with normal people. 
Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again with my roommate. I was like, we have to watch this show, Bridgerton. I think it's amazing. I'd also <laughs> just finished, though, like, um, Tiny Little Things. Is that what it's called? I'm thinking about Big Little mm-hmm. Lies. But, like, Tiny Pretty Things. Tiny Pretty Things. Yeah. I just finished that. So, really, I think anything would have made a lot more sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, no, I don't think, like, if I think about Bridgerton, it's like, yeah, it was kind of like wish fulfillment. Like, oh, I thought this was, like, really cute when I was younger. So it's good mm-hmm. to, like, see the show I wish I had. But then, like, the whole, like, genre, like, the whole story is, like, so, like, does not need to be told in, like, any way, shape, or form. Like, these books are 20-plus years old. Like, this is an old story. And it's, like, just very clear that, like, Shonda, like, liked it and called someone up and was like, this has to be a show. It's, like, it's very obvious, like, that is how choices are being made at the top. Like people are just like, I like this thing. Let's that make it. Let's make like it bigger. Literally, and I'm like, what happened? Like, this is disturbing. <laughs> like it is scary to think that like some people just have the power to be like, I have an idea and I will put it out there. Like Tyler Perry. Mm. Like some people need to be stopped. Mm. Yes. <laughs> like, they don't need to be having ideas. Yes. At all. Um. Yeah, I watched Bridgerton. I didn't watch it back to back to back immediately. I think I took like three days. Um, But I liked the first half better than the rest of it because I just felt okay. So it like opens and like you find you you realize that there's gonna be this will they won't they or like um, fake dating thing with Daphne and uh, the Duke. And so I thought that the whole season would just be that drawn out and we would end with, like, the actual wedding. But then the actual wedding happened in, like, episode five. I was like, I don't actually want any more. Um, yeah, it's like, e- happily ever after, like, I, that's more for me to, like, imply it. I don't want to see the mechanics yeah, of them happily just, living. I just wanted like, us to end. Over. And then they weren't even happy. And there was a whole, like, situation. And they weren't happy for, like, maybe what like five seconds at the end when they're like ah, they had a baby i was like how did that even happen simon just came around he was like oh yeah trauma done i'm down to have kids now like super random yeah and then now he's not coming back and he's just gonna be a memory honestly good for him like i have this like feeling that bridgerton is about to go super sideways yeah i don't really feel like there needed to be more yeah, but they kind of made the show, and it are they going to do every Bridgerton all sibling? Books. Yeah, because they siblings. should have just done, like, a simultaneous filming of, like, all seven stories. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> just be like, we're going to do every single story. At the same time-ish. Or you could do, like, two a year at the same time, like, together, so like they interact, but no one gets too old. Mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. is trapped in a career for like seven years the thing is like they're all so old already so old so like, old Kid, her little Eloise? sister 30 something no that's like they were pushing it too so i'm like this is maybe she was more annoying because she didn't even look like a kid <laughs> i saw an adult woman and i was like ir- genuinely irritated because like, like actually as like a young teenage girl like i wouldn't be that pissed i was like you're better than this but it's like no the character isn't the lady who's doing it is because thirty, <laughs> telling me she's what like fourteen, I was and like, like Penelope looks young, but not really. 
She's also an woman. Yeah, she's 30, but I, she does look young. I would have never guessed that she was 30, though. Like, I wouldn't guess she was 30. Like, looking at her, like, I, I, even if I didn't think she was, I, 30 would not have been the answer. Yeah. (laughs) No. That's actually wild. The show Bridgerton, like, should not exist anymore, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, no. There, like, when it came out, there was, we were at that point in time in society, I think, where we needed the show, but I also think we've evolved now so far <laughs> beyond, like, needing more. <laughs> like, it's, it's over. It's so funny, because it was, like, four months ago. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I've changed. The person that watched Bridgerton, like, would not enjoy it if it came out now. I'd be like, nah, this is mess. <laughs> yeah, I need Netflix to, like, Stop dropping TV shows and stop releasing documentaries about like rich people problems. I didn't watch the college admission scandal. It's wild. They have another one that's a, like I was supposed to care about an art fraud, and it's like these are people who are buying ten million dollar paintings. Like I don't care if you found out it was fake, and that was like the hardest day of your life. <laughs> like we spent a lot of money for these, and it's like very difficult. And I was like, ugh, this is a documentary. You guys suck. You suck. And now there's another one about, like, this is a robbery about an art heist. And I hope that art is gone still. I hope that shit's still missing. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you guys don't deserve it. Art people are, like, super heinous, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand art i don't understand who assigns value to art and but that's the thing that they do worth. by buying it for more and more money they do just make it worth more money but then the part that pissed me off the most like this art that was like faked that they were talking about like the artist that made it died starving artists like they made they would trade them for like food they'd be like i'll give you this paint for food so the fact that like rich people came in and now are securing like generational wealth for years to come off of something they've had in the family that because they basically stole it is like this is pissing me off like you obviously knew it was worth something when you traded it for like a bean because now it's in your <laughs> lifetime up to like 10 million dollars worth that's a little sus it's also just so arbitrary it's like this is like an elite oh army hammer's dad actually it's his New York gallery that was run by the family for years that had this fake art. I was like, mm. Armand Hammer is a part of this? <laughs> this family's everywhere and they're so scary. <laughs> They've been rich like since the beginning of America, I'm pretty sure. Just one of those families. Just Super strange. Wow. Yeah. But weird. Um, I think I have to call my parents. Getting a little concerned. Yeah, I can understand that. But I also like. I don't know. Do you have any closing thoughts on Jenny and Georgia? Um, for all that we said, that's bad. I still think that there are enjoyable elements to the show, and I do think that is it, that it is a watchable series. Some yeah. things are just bad and unwatchable. This I don't think very that watchable. Is. I'm gonna finish I it. Do... Like, <laughs> like all yeah. that being said, I will be finishing the show. <laughs> all that said, yeah, because I do still think that like 
there is something that is kind of grounded in this surreal, not really real situations, and there are some relationships that um, are interesting to see play out in the series and character dynamics that are kind of fascinating. And just seeing how much this white woman can get away with is still also kind of fun to watch. Because um, it's not it's not real. It's not happening to me. So, yes, that's true. It's actually great to see her do things I can't do, but then also to be like, because there's pain, though, that I will never experience. And she mm-hmm. does. So it's like a win-win almost. So, yeah. yeah. I do love it. Still think it was watchable. I did have a good time when I did it. Um, I watched it in like a weekend. It was fun. Um, Yeah, I do love these shows because they do bring my friends and I closer together. Like, to talk about how much we hate it or watch it together (laughs) is like a nice community experience Mm -hmm. at this point. It is where people actually like it, though. Like, for real. Yeah, because... um, Who are you? There have to be people where this is like, okay, you're just, like, my favorite. Yeah, they're probably younger. Yeah, but like this show is obviously not made for children. Right, but then it's also like, who is it made for? No, no one. Like this, I think it's what's happening is we were people were raised on high school shows, and now like they do have stories to tell. They just don't know how to tell them in like a non high school context. I really think like mm-hmm. we're getting trapped into like, oh, I have a story, but I have to make it high school, or like no one will pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people do love to put it in high school because they feel like that's a more universal experience because so many people, like, not everyone goes to college. They don't want to age them up. Like, the most interesting stories are not universal experiences. Just put them in college. Just put them not college, but out of high school. Just, we can do other things. Literally anywhere else. Or, like, you just don't have to tell, like, you don't have to connect with everyone. Like, there's so many things I like that are so unrelatable to me. Yes, I it's like. I want to escape. Don't take me mm-hmm. back to losing my virginity. Like I don't want to go there. It's just like and now you put it on screen like that. Like <laughs> and now here I am. <laughs> like that's rude. Yeah, but yeah. I'm excited to see like where the rest of the show takes me. Yeah, it'll be a journey. Like, like that's for sure. Yeah. That's... Um... I did. I was going to ask if you were watching any shows, new shows. Yeah. I Okay, so, yes. one There's one I want to talk about, and then there's one that I was actually just watching today. Uh, so, I was I started watching Them, that new show on Prime. Oh, Them. That is, like, oh, the vibes of us, but it's not us, it's them. You know, like the Jordan Peele movie. Um, yes. It's, who made it? Who made this? I don't know. But, like, and then the thing is that my problem is that they're, like, white people directing it. Oh. And, like... Why? I think there's, like, also probably, like, black people, like, involved or whatever, but there are also, like, definitely white people involved in this. And it's, like, Jim Crow time. And I only turned it on because my friend was, like, are you going to watch this? And I, I, like, had towels in the dryer, and I was, like, sure, I'll turn it on now. <laughs> and... I do want to watch it. But I know I'll be mad. <laughs> Like, yeah, I know I'm going to get mad, and I'm like, still going to do it. It sucks, though. It, it, it's, like, it's making me, like, angry, and I just, 
I don't know. I've watched six of the ten, so at this point, I'm obviously gonna finish it because I'm yeah. halfway done. Like once you get to a certain point, you literally just have to finish. Yeah, so, otherwise you like wasted your time. Exactly. So I'm gonna see it through, but it just I don't know. And it's kind of weird, and there is this like air of mystery, like something's going on, and hallucin hallucinations or something. I don't know. But I'm watching that. But that is not what I want to recommend to people uh, <laughs> because I don't really know if it's good. But along the lines of, like, teen drama, there's a show called Generation on HBO Max. Have you seen that or heard of it? You might watch it and said it was, like, actually kind of good. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I, it, wow, it just felt realistic in a way. Like, a lot of teen things don't really feel realistic because I, I guess I lived my teen life different. No, um, me too. I, wasn't, I must not have I done it right. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, mm, <laughs> oh no. But for it to there to be so many things like happening in the concentrated area, because like that's what makes things kind of realistic. Like so many things happening at once to the same group of people is yeah. like, what's unrealistic. But the events do obviously happen to people just more spaced out. But I really liked the show. I I felt like the characters or people that you knew or you knew of or that you could relate to and I there was so much that was like uncomfortable because it was supposed to be and it made sense and it was like awkward and I just really liked it I had a, I really enjoyed it I also liked the music that they use in the show I just thought that generation was really good and it was eight episodes and there is going to be a second part to the season though so I was excited oh, to, nice. to find that out um but yeah, I just really liked it. I was like rooting for people, you know? I was like, man. Dang. That's, that's awesome. Oh my god. I want that. Yeah, I have just been just been watching Doom Patrol. I just okay. finished season two, but it got cut off. So it's like literally a cliffhanger because of COVID, which is so annoying. Um, and they're like, okay, we're going to call it the season. But it's like, no. I have questions. But this story is like so good it's a dc like a dcu mm -hmm. tv show but it's just like this is like everything that like superhero things can be like i don't know how they manage to like ground them in their reality like so solidly that like things are weird but it's like weird to me because i i don't live there but like it glows so well it's like yeah i believe that like the stakes feel like real and it's like much more of like a personal story about like this group of people who basically like they are traumatized but they're also very aware of that trauma and like a big part of the show is them actively seeking to like understand the ways in which they struggle or feel like restricted and it's just like really refreshing to see people like grow yeah. and like that to also be like, a goal they have like, it's not by accident where it's like oh yeah there's like character development kind of by the end it's like no like this is intentional and the show isn't about how they're miserable. It's like, this is kind of like where they were. But like, we want more for them. Like, you're rooting for them the entire time. Oh, okay. And like, the, and like all the characters are like, kind of sympathetic. Like, no one's just like bad and that's it. It's like, you feel kind of for everyone. Like, it's okay. understandable in the universe, like, why these things happened. And it's just good. Like, a very good, like, nuanced take on superheroes. And Brendan Fraser, isn't it? But he's like the voice of a character. And he's really good. George the Jungle is a cool guy. And the yeah. girl from Orange is the New Black. 
I think her name's Diana. Like in real life? Uh, yeah, I think so. Let me look her up. But, uh, yeah, everyone's really good in it. And have you ever seen Drop Dead Diva? No, I've seen like, a still. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, this will be like, such a reach. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, the, the actress that used to play like old pre-dead Jane. Mm. Is her name Jane Dr. Diva? Maybe. Mm. But she's in this. But it was like such a connection. That I had to Google it before. I was like, that's why I know her. But it was like okay. a nice thing. But yeah, it's like kind of it TV-wise for me. I'm about to start this new HBO Max show called, I think, The Other Two. Oh, okay. It's a Comedy Central show, but it's on HBO Max. It's, uh, there's two people and they have like a famous younger sibling that's like kind of Justin Bieber like famed. Okay, like, yeah. Famed. So I'm gonna start that, I guess. I thought and, it was kind of funny. I watched it. <laughs> yeah, someone was like, it's actually pretty kind of good, kind of funny, mm-hmm. a little bit underrated. So I was like, okay. But it's like one awards is obviously not underrated. It won awards. It's, I truly have no idea. It can't come oh, they've been out. nominated for a Critics' Choice Award. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. I heard voices on the. But. Not yet. Not yeah. A solid choice. Yep. That's where I'm at right now. All right. Yep. Uh, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Um. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find me on TikTok at Lilalbukinji. Um And yeah, what are your socials? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Spillin' TV. And like randomly, someone commented on a video <laughs> that I made about, um, I made a video about damp people, including more than just George. And someone yeah. commented and was like, I listened to the podcast and knew he was going to be first. And I was like, oh, you listened. <laughs> oh, my so God. That was weird. Um, I knew he was going to be first. That's amazing. <laughs> they know. They're like, mm, it's going like, to be And you good. listen like, that far in. Because I feel like no, that was deep. Late. You were listening. Pretty, pretty, pretty deep in. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah, I'm like, part of me is just like, we should never make these a reasonable amount of time. Because, <laughs> like, why not? Some podcasts go like, ages. And they're, like, in three parts. Like per one topic, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can find me on TikTok, Ask Bill and TV, and there's an Instagram that exists. There's like not really much there. Um, yeah, still don't know what to do with that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you can find me there. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tylerpedia if you have any interest. There's also not much there though. I don't do too much, uh, and I don't love looking at myself, so I don't <laughs> love taking pictures. Yeah. Myself. Um, but sure. yeah. Yeah. TikTok's like my only relevant social media now. Like, I don't even go on the others. There's nothing for me there. Yeah, Jenny um, and Georgia. Jenny and Georgia. Uh, I don't know. Check show? it out if you have any interest in it. Uh, or if yeah, I'd really like a interest- 5 out of 10. What? I feel like I would go higher. 5 out of 10, only because I'd give like a 10 out of 10 on like just sheer, like, content value like there's so much there and it's like kind of entertaining it's kind of mess but then i'd give it like mm, like a zero for making any of the points it wanted to make so <laughs> the average is out to like five out of ten for me um i feel like i would go seven out of ten um 
part of it is the fact that there were so many familiar faces that's always like fun to see mm-hmm. so I'm really seven so check that out if you have any interest if not then watch something that you enjoy yeah just watch things you like and, and it's also okay if you like to watch things you don't like to be mad about it I do that sometimes yeah. too you can hate watch things yeah it's okay but it's like no one to draw the line because it could become yeah. too much you can become too much so like st- you keep a balance watch things you like watch things you don't like yes talk about them listen to us talk about them yeah we can watch tv for everyone yeah 